We're on the phone today with legendary drummer Carmine of Peace from Vanilla Fudge, King Cobra, a lot of other bands over the years, and now we're talking about the 25th anniversary of his Guitar Zeus album, and it's getting a re-release. Hey, Carmine, how you doing today? Hey, Dustin. I'm good. I'm good. I'm having a nice day here in Florida. It's beautiful out, and uh, I already had some coffee and uh, a little piece of sourdough toast, and I'm ready to rock. <laughs> Excellent. Well, we're in <laughs> Minnesota here, so a little bit different than Florida, I'm sure, but uh, I'm still... Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm excited to talk to you. Thank you so much for joining me. Awesome. Cool. Well, I know it's the uh, 25th anniversary of the Guitar Zeus albums. Uh, first of all, can you tell us a bit about the original ones? You know, maybe if the listeners uh, might have missed out on them. Well, yeah, they, they came out in, in Europe and Japan and places like that in 1995. 96 and uh you know at the time uh you know grunge was king here in america and and i spent a lot of time in japan and and uh asia uh during that time uh so we just came up with the idea i was working on a new band in 1992 i was trying to get another solo deal which i had originally i had one in 82 and in 92 i was still looking for a second album solo deal i was playing with jeff watson and Jeff Watson from Night Ranger came out of Night Ranger and he gets a solo deal immediately. And I said, man, that's unbelievable. A guitar player comes out, gets a solo deal, a drummer comes out, and you know, it's a, a pain to try and get a solo deal, you know? I said, what do I got to do, play guitar? And I said, maybe I'll do a guitar album. I'll, I'll call it Guitar Gods, you know? And then uh, we were screwing with the name Zeus. I said, no, I'll call it Guitar Zeus, like meaning Guitar Gods, you know? As I went to bed that night thinking about it, I said, wow, that's a really good idea. All I need to do is find somebody to organize it. I finally found a manager two years later to put the deal together. But in that interim of two years, I had talked to Ted Nugent and Brian May and uh, and the guys from King's X. I thought if I got those guys on at first, it would draw other people in. So I did that, and uh, he got the deal. And it cost me $100,000 to do the first record, you know, and... Uh, Different than today, where everybody does it at the house. You know? <laughs> I had to pay for a real studio, a real engineer, you know, real mastering, real, real everything. And uh, I did it, you know, top of the line, paid everybody that wanted to get paid. Some people didn't get paid, and I owe them favors, you know. But then when we released it in Japan, it went to number three in the Burn uh, Heavy Rock charts. I did, you know, like a lot of promotion over there, and I went to Europe and and did stuff in uh, all over Germany and Paris and uh, in France and and uh, altogether I sold about 120,000 units around the world at that point, which wasn't huge at that point in time, but it was really good to get the thing going. Then I got a second album deal out of Japan and I did another one, and that sold about another 80,000 around the world. So I did about 200,000 around the world, and I never released it here, you know. I tried a couple of times and labels went out of business so they didn't, you know, I didn't promote it. You know, I even did it on my own label a few years ago, but I didn't really have lots of funds to promote it like, like we're doing now, you know? And then, uh, I was talking with Deco, Deco records. They wanted to do something. They're doing my King Cobra live at Sweden Rock digitally. And I, I told them about guitar Zeus. I said, I'm going to close my label. Do you guys are interested? And they said, maybe we should do a 25-year anniversary box set. I said, well, let's do that. 
And I said, here we are. Awesome. Yeah, I know the uh, the list of people involved, uh, really a who's who of musicians and guitarists. And, you know, you've played with so many people in your career. I imagine it probably wasn't hard to pull in some favors of your own and, and get these guys on the album. Yeah, it was. I mean, like when, when I did Ingve, I went down to Florida. I was living in L.A. I took a 24-track tape with me and went to Florida. And he played on my record, and, and then I played on something of his, a record of his. You know, uh, I still owe Brian May and Richie Sambora favors, you know, and uh, and then uh, when we were putting this together, I said, look, there's two songs we never finished that I still have on 24 track. So we we bounced those to digital and, and finished them. That was Mystified, which is a single, you know, with the video. Actually, I don't know if it's a single, but it's the first song off the album with a video. And we got Tommy Thayer from Kiss on that. And uh and we got uh, another song called Surrender, which I put this new kid on who plays like Eddie Van Halen. I could have called, you know, like Joe Bonamassa maybe and got him on it and all that, you know, but I didn't think about it. I just saw Joe. And he's, he's awesome. Boy, he's amazing. You know, he's a good friend. I know him for a long time. I, I could have got Joe on probably, but I don't know. Maybe we'll try and do another one, you know. So was that basically the process of putting it together? Did you have to fly around with the tracks and, and meet the guys, or how did that work? Some people. Uh, I did that with Ted, uh, and, and Ted was a funny story because he's recording. He's got the guitar on. He's recording in the studio, and he's got a thirty-eight in a holster in the back in the back of his belt. You know, I took a video of it. I have a video somewhere of that. It's pretty funny, you know. But uh, some people we recorded them live, like we did. Ash and L.A.D. Easton and Mick Mars, um, a few other people like that that lived in L.A., we did them in the studio that we recorded all the tracks in, and we did them analog. And then some people like Brian May, we gave Brian the first choice of, of songs because he was one of the first ones to commit to doing it. And uh, so I gave him like five songs to pick, and he picked Nobody New. And uh, we sent him a 24-track tape you know, by FedEx. And we sent Steve Moss a tape. Uh, we sent uh, Paul Gilbert a, a um, not a 24-track, like a, an, another uh, like video, uh, audio cassette kind of uh, program. A Dad, I think it was, or something, one of those things, you know. And then, um, you know, some people that had studios received tapes or A Dads. You know, it's at the time ADAT Studios was a thing for musicians, you know. And, uh, yeah, but we did a lot of them in the studio in L.A. And then same thing with the second album. We did, uh, like, Dweezil Zappa. We did Zach Wilde in the studio for the second album. We did uh, uh, Ty and Doug. And I went to see them the first time uh, for the first album. I went to Houston and got them in the studio. And and then the second time we did them in L.A. in the studio. So it was a variation. But then I did Guitar Zeus Japan and Guitar Zeus Korea. So when I went to Japan to do, you know, the guitarist in Japan, my engineer who now plays bass with Asia, and yes, Billy Sherwood, he was my engineer for these things. He, he said, look, you got those tapes. You can take three tapes, 24-track tapes, well, you could take this D88 that sticks in your, your shirt pocket. You know, as I said, okay, I'll take the D88. You know, <laughs> I didn't want to have to carry, you know, three 24-track machines, uh, tape, you know, tapes around for the tape machines in Japan. 
So the D88 worked much better and much easier. It's amazing to think how far we've come in 25 years. You know, if you were doing this today, you you wouldn't even have to leave your house or you know change out of your pajamas. No, you could do the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, well, we did the uh, we we did the the new versions of you know of the, of the two new songs. You know, I, the drums are already recorded, but any percussion, background vocals, or anything I wanted to do, and digitally we recorded Tommy Thayer. And we mixed it digitally, you know, through the internet, and then we mastered it digitally through the internet. We mastered it back to analog after we, you know, it was analog, and we bounced it to digital, finished it, mixed it, and then bounced it back to analog to keep that analog sound, you know. And you know, we did that. I have a studio here in Florida. I, I did another album this year. I released two months ago called uh, Energy Overload which is an instrumental rock album with a guy named Fernando Perdomo and myself. So it's called A Peace Perdomo Project. And we got two videos on uh, on YouTube that we did in his studio in L.A. And then, uh, you know, I've done, I don't know, two or three videos in my studio with a green screen, you know, like uh, Mystified was on there. But on Energy Overload, I did the drums in my studio here. I recorded it. We did the whole thing back and forth through the Internet. And we're getting rave reviews on it. You know, people five out of five, A, A plus reviews. You know, one one, uh, one magazine did the re- a review said that it was the number two best album of of 2021. I said, whoa, you know. And you know, it was funny on that album. It's engineered by Fernando Podomo and Carmine Pisa. I laughed at that, you know, because now I'm an engineer. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> Well, again, uh, it's the 25th anniversary of the Guitar Zeus albums. Uh, they're both together. You got the new tracks, and you got a lot of bundles with shirts and autographs. And It comes with four four LPs, three CDs, including some rough mixes that we did that we took home to listen to without any guitars. So it has me, Kelly Keeling, who played rhythm guitar and sang. We have me, Kelly Keeling, and Tony Franklin just playing the rhythm tracks so any guitar player could play along with us you know, oh, at home. Awesome. And then there's one with the vocal if they want to sing harmonies with us or play guitar. So there's three of those tracks also, plus the booklet. And then that's the regular package. And there's the bundle with a with a piece of jewelry, which is like a medallion that has uh, my face logo on it, made of stainless steel with a black chain with a guitarist's pick on it. And then there's a T-shirt and an autographed picture. So that's the bundle. So there's two versions. And, you know, it's limited edition. There's only... 1,000 of them for the whole world. Well, I got to say, Carmine, with the uh, Guitar Zeus albums and the Energy Overload just out also, and, you know, Vanilla Fudge still going on, you got uh, a lot of stuff on your plate these days. Yeah. Look, I was never into sports, you know, basketball or football, where everybody freaks out or, you know, every Sunday they're watching football or basketball every night or whatever. My passion was music, playing creating music, even like I'm working on a new King Cobra record now for next year. And, you know, and, and some people say, well, why even bother doing it? You know, nobody buys it like they used to. And, it, you know, and you don't get paid crap all By the time you're done with it, you're making 10 cents an hour, you know, <laughs> it, you know with, the, with the Spotify rates. But you know what? I just like to create music and create new music and, and go out and play it and, you know, I'm, I'm tomorrow is my birthday. I'm 75 years old, and I'm still physically able to go out and play and uh, kick butt and 
you know, I, I do it when, whenever I can. I just got a new agent for me and my brother. We're going to be doing more shows next year. And, uh, you know, we're working on more tours for Vanilla Fudge. We've got some cactus shows coming up. You know, I just want to keep playing because, you know, all the people that supported me all my life that want to see me play, I'm going to keep doing it until I can't do it anymore. Awesome, man. And awesome news as well about uh, King Cobra. That's another great band um, you were at the helm for. It'll be cool to uh, to see uh, some new stuff from them as well. Yeah, and it's interesting. Like the two guitar players, original guitar players, didn't want to participate for the reasons I just told you. They said, you know, it's, it's too much work and nobody buys it and you know, there's no airplay and blah, blah, blah. I said, look, I'm just doing it for the legacy, to keep the King Cobra legacy going, you know, because it's a great band. So they didn't want to do it. So I brought in Carlos Cavazzo from Quiet Riot and uh, and Rowan Robinson, who played with Dio on the last, you know, the last Dio band. Played with my brother and, and Dio and everything. He's a great guitar player. And we got Johnny Rod, the original bass player, me and Paul Chotino, who's been our singer since 2010. We did two other albums and a live record with him. And uh, so we're working on it. And I got to say, it's coming out great. Fantastic. You know, so... I can't wait for it to be mixed and finished. Well, speaking of some of those guys, I got to ask you, out of all the stuff you've been involved with over the years, uh, I want to know some uh, of your memories working on the, the hearing aid sessions. That was another crazy cast of musicians involved with that one. Well, that was fun. I, I was out on the road with King Cobra when Ronnie did that. And, you know, Ronnie, Ronnie, you know, because my brother played with Ronnie, Ronnie really had no family, especially when him and Wendy broke up. Uh, so, Ronnie was always involved in coming to like my family's Christmas parties and birthdays and Thanksgiving, you know, and all that stuff. So we were really close to Ronnie. So when Ronnie did that thing, he, they definitely requested that I be in it. I was on the road. So my brother Vinny cut the tracks with Frankie Benelli and then they, they flew me in or I flew in. I think I flew in at my own expense. I was on in the Midwest. So I flew back to LA to spend two or three days in the studio doing that. And at the time that We Were the World was big, you know, with Michael Jackson and all that stuff. So this was like the heavy, heavy metal version of We Are the World. So, you know, I definitely wanted to be involved in it because I've, I've always been involved in different charities, you know, and, uh, and all that stuff. So in 1983, when I got fired from Ozzy, uh, one of the reasons I got fired because I was doing master classes and getting a lot of press and Sharon didn't like that, but, but those master classes, I, I gave at the end of it, I gave uh, fifty thousand dollars that year to UNICEF, you know, sure. and uh, you know I always like to be involved in charities and help people and all that. So I flew, I don't know how long I flew, one day flying out there in the studio with them doing that stuff. I sang on the background. I, I did an interview for the video, and then the next day I flew back. So it was three days of uh, luckily i had off on those three days you know from playing gigs and but the rest of the king cobra was out on the road well it's incredible uh, you know again all the stuff you've done over your career and you have been like the guy that you can trace all this um you know heavy uh, music back to i think as far as drummers so it's great that you mentioned you're still out there doing it and you've got more projects in the works now than most people probably a third of your age so that's great <laughs> yeah and you know next year is the the 50th anniversary of my drum book, which I wrote a drum book in 1972, just for the hell of it. And that drum book has become like the, the, the book for rock drummers who want to play rock to, 
to to learn from. I even gave a copy of this drum book through Gregory Peck, the actor. I gave it to Fred Astaire, <laughs> and I got a letter back from Fred Astaire saying how how he enjoyed my work many times and thank you for the book. Wow. And um, and you know. It, I couldn't believe it. I said, dude, I got a letter from Fred Astaire, you know, <laughs> but a beautiful handwriting. I got it framed in my studio, but, but you know, when I, when I went to, it was a, on a reception for Rod Stewart's wedding. I went to him and Gregory Peck walked up to me, you know, and I said, well, you know, he says, I'm, 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 yeah. I said, yeah, I know who you are. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're Gregory Peck. I said, my mother would die if she was here, you know? And, and he told me how they, they, watch my solo at the forum when we did six nights at the forum with Rod in LA and that's 20,000 seats you know, every night. And he said, when you did your solo, Fred turned to me and said, this is the best drum solo he's in that he saw since Gene Krupa. Gene Krupa wow. was my idol. So to me, that was like, Oh my God, Fred Astaire said that about me. And then I'm thinking Gregory Peck's telling you this, you know, <laughs> I was like, in, I, was, I was like pinching myself, you know, so then we got talking. He said that Fred played drums. He didn't know how to, he would love to learn how to play rock drums like you play. And I said, well, I have a book, you know, so I gave him the book. Anyway, that book is the 50th anniversary next year. Next year, Modern Drummer is going to do the front cover of the magazine. Not me. My book is going to be the cover, you know, and all the guys that went through it. There's all these guys that went through the book that have, became famous like Joey uh, Jorgensen, who played with Slipknot, went through my book. Dave Weckl, Greg Bissonette, even Andrew Dice Clay went through my book. You know, he's a drummer. So, so that's a, a big deal. Plus, a, a big um, another magazine that Modern Drummer puts out called Legends. It's going to be covering me because next year is the 50, 55th anniversary of my career. Yeah, that is incredible. Well, again, uh, Carmine, it's been great speaking with you, and uh, I'm excited for uh, the new. Guitar Zeus uh, album here, the bundle, and you know, hopefully, I could speak with you again sometime. It's always great. Hey, this is great talking you this early in the morning. Now I'm gonna go get my breakfast. <laughs> All right, sounds good, Carmine. Thanks again. I appreciate it. Okay, bro. See ya. Bye bye. And again, that was drummer Carmine Apiece, and the 25th anniversary edition of his Guitar Zeus album is available now. Hey, this is Come on a Piece from Vanilla Fudge, Cactus Jeff Beck, Rated X, and Drum Wars. You're listening to The Five Counts. Set 